The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And it's time now for a veteran's place uh, with Dr. Don Moeller and... Uh, as many of you know, he's not only a dentist, but he's also an MD and is taking on the government right now. And he's going to have, it's going to be a very interesting show. But like with all of our programs that deal with veterans or, or active, uh, military or EMTs or emergency first responders, I should say, we always start out with a, silent prayer for those that have served and those that are serving and we'll be back in just a moment Okay, thank you, and uh, amen. And after that, we also do one other thing to make sure that everybody's heart is beating well and uh, up and ready to go. So we'll be back right after this. Hey, I feel all right now. Hey, I feel all right now. Do you feel like I do right now? Do you feel like I do right now? Okay, and uh, let's uh, welcome again, as always, Dr. Don Moeller. Don, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Dave. Uh, I appreciate the invitation, and I always uh, appreciate the opportunity to speak with our veterans and our first responders and our police and firemen and EMTs and our frontline nurses and doctors. Well, and also, I forgot, and also family members of of, of the, those people who who have PTSD, we have to include them as well. Absolutely, and uh, you know, where you are getting it the attention that it deserves, and uh, you're stirring the mix up in Washington, and it's going to get more and more interesting as time goes on, and more and more representatives and senators learn about this show and listen to this show and the message that you've got for the Veterans Administration that has been so negligent over the past years. Uh, the veteran or the individual is expected to hold up his end of the bar- bargain, and yet the VA over the years, many years now, has not been holding up their end of the contract that we all signed, and by the way, I want to throw out and make sure that everybody knows 
that you're a veteran. You were, you're a combat veteran, as a matter of fact, from Vietnam. You were a medic, and um, so it's not like... And, oral, and an oral surgeon in Desert Storm. And, a, and an oral surgeon in Desert Storm. Don't want to miss that. But uh, that, you know, you've been there, you've done that. You're not just a bobbling head that's talking. You know what you're talking about. And so many times, and this is where credibility gets lost, is that, um, you know, you have somebody like Pelosi breaking down an M16. Somehow that just doesn't fit, and it doesn't go right, you know, or Feinstein or one of those other idiots uh, acting like they know which end of a M16 to hold or what to do with it or how to point it. So we know that you know what you're talking about because, like I said, you've been there, done that, and you know exactly what our war heroes go through, and it's really whether... They go through anything or not, but they do go through something. And it's, you you know, not only can you say I'm a veteran and I've been there, done that, not only from the military standpoint, but from the first responder standpoint. You can't get much more first responder than the, uh, the doctor, the MD, that has worked his time in the emergency room, uh, I don't know about your situation, but um, a lot of uh, residencies or a lot of uh, medical schools require their doctors or the doctors-to-be to do um, some EMT work as well. So front line there. And all I can say about Dr. Moeller is he is front line everywhere, whether it's in his practice as an oral surgeon or as an MD. And that's why we're so lucky to have him on America's web radio, and he does a fantastic show. And those that are listening across the country, whether you're listening now or you download it, and all of his shows are archived, and you can listen to every one of them from day one, you can listen to them on America's Web Radio. You can go to our website, go to our archives, and listen to every show. So, with that being said, let's get started with A Veteran's Place and Dr. Don Moeller. Well, thanks, Dave. Uh, today is going to be a little bit different because the material that I'm presenting this Friday is going to be shipped off, mailed, uh, transmitted electronically, whatever, to the VA Inspector General's office as a formal complaint. So it has reached the level that I expected it to reach by being ignored. Uh, we'll, we're going to talk a little bit about that. I want to bring us back to your, your the Jody calls. All veterans, especially, and I was enlisted for three years. You remember... If you're in the Navy, your chief petty officers, the Marine Corps gunnery sergeants, the Army drill sergeants, the Air Force TAC NCOs, and the Coast Guard guys, uh, the first thing that you found out or made aware of, uh, you you were you were not going to give your opinion on anything. You were told the standards you were going to meet. You were told what you were going to do, and you were going to 
do what was expected of you. And the first time you had your wall locker de-gutted and thrown on the floor and your foot locker turned upside down and your bed torn up, you got the idea that your definition of squared away was not that of your drill instructor or gunnery sergeant. And you, you learn that they're not in the mood to accept excuses. They're not in the mood to even be slightly concerned with your definition of a clean weapon or your definition of being in physical shape. But what we were confronted with in the Veterans Affairs, and that's what this program is going to talk about specifically, is the VA's unacceptable definition of dental health care, oral health care, and total health care. And I'm approaching this from a different angle. It's actually approaching it from an administrative medical legal angle. And I, just for airtime, Dave, I thought of a story that I made up. It takes about 60 seconds. You know, you're a veteran, and you walk into a, a VA medical center, huge, wonderful, and you look around, and you're walking around, and you see what it looks like, a bakery. And you go in there, and you thought, wow, I didn't know they had this. And you look around, there are donuts and other baked goods. And so you found a bear claw that you really like. And so you told the VA baker, I'd like, I'd like that bear claw. And he reaches in and grabs it, and he takes a cookie cutter, uh, looks like a big hole punch, and he punches a hole in the middle of your bear claw. And you're looking at it, and you go, what did you just do? And he said, well, it's a donut shop, and uh, this is what the VA directive coming down from Washington says, that this is how we sell donuts. And you said to him, but you know what? This is a bakery shop. And he says, no, it's not. Read the sign. It's a donut shop. And so now your, your bear claw looks like all the other donuts. And you tell them, that, well, that's not the standard of, of care. That's not the standard of donuts and bear claws in, in the civilian world. And he walks off and doesn't talk to you. You see, that's exactly what the VA has done by redefining dental care, oral health care, and whole health care. They have changed the definition to allow the VA dentists to dictate the definition of oral health care as it fits in total health care. Now, this is an important thing. We heard about the tail wagging the dog. Well, here's the problem. The VA dentists, have defined, actually, they've not defined the boundary between dental care, oral health care, and oral health and total health care. And, and here's the problem. If a dentist says that your teeth are not in the shape that we consider associated with your PTSD, you don't get care. We, we're, and it says in the VA handbook regulation 11, 30.1, and it even cites PTSD. It says, it, we know that it's tough to understand when we tell you that even though you're grinding your teeth and have jaw aches, that we don't consider that part of the VA dentistry. Well, I'm going to refer back to the VA donuts. Well, I don't consider punching a hole in my bear claw standard of care. 
I don't even consider it rational. It doesn't matter. That's how the VA defined donuts. They then classify your bear claw as a donut because it's sold in a donut shop, and they punch a hole in it. And you stand there looking at it going, but, but that's not what I expected. And, and you see, this subtle difference is exactly what they're counting on. And I'll tell you how you know this. And I encourage any veteran to go to the VA dentistry website and look at it. It, it says VA dentistry, and then it says honoring our veterans through oral health care, which is part of whole health care. And we're going to talk about that. As far as I'm concerned, that's a contract with veterans. So remember, we all know what bait and switch is, and we're going to talk about that too. So you go into the VA donut shop, and you see a donut, and you see your bear claw, and the guy punches a hole and says, that's our definition of a donut, and we're selling this in a donut shop, so that's what you're going to get, and there's no discussion about it. And you see, we're not used to that. Veterans, as you know, Dave, wrote a check for any amount up to and including your entire life, and uh, we're not used to that kind of treatment. What we're going to talk about now is the entire process by which oral health as part of whole health has been framed by the VA. Now, as veterans, soldiers, EMTs, we know that any trauma scene or military encounter, you have to have tactics, you have to have strategy, you have to have logistics, you have to have target acquisition and identification. You gotta have the forward observers. You have to assess the threats. And then you use an integrated combined arms, et cetera, to win, to win the day. Well, with respect to treating PTSD oral health problems, I'm gonna demonstrate during this program that the VA has failed in about eight, 12 to 20 different areas, depending on how you wanna group them. And so, this problem isn't minor. Over 2 million veterans easily with PTSD-associated oral health problems are suffering every day and every night. Now, we were told that our right to hold health care in the VA is not a privilege, it's a right. I want to say that again. It's not a privilege, it's a right. And the other thing that the VA doesn't do is they don't make the connection between service-connected disability, and PTSD and oral health. Once again, you walked into the VA donor shop, and you assumed their definitions very subtly by the lack of saying it was a bakery. It's a donut shop. Well, during this little one-hour foray into reality, I'm going to demonstrate to our listening veterans and first responding audience that uh, what I'm talking about has been a bait-and-switch operation. And I'm going to tell you that the category of IG complaint, file it under if you care to do it. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to quote from my thing, it is my opinion that the VA, and I will underline opinion, that the VA has intentionally and fraudulently engaged in a bait-and-switch tactic by establishing policies mandating that VA dentists operate under a very limited definition of oral health 
which is restricted to dental care, which consists in general of drill, fill, and clean. Now, why do they do that? Well, if the VA said, we're not going to treat your whole health, they've been big trouble. They can say you're not entitled to dental care. And in fact, only 15% of veterans, may even be qualified veterans, can get dental care. Well, wait a minute. There's a big, big rainbow. I'm not going to use that word. There's a big gap between dental care, oral health care, and oral health care, and total health care. Now, veterans are deprived of oral health care as part of their whole health care by this unscientific definition of oral health care. Let me assure you, I have written and I have these emails to people involved in this and politely asked to, to see the VA definition of oral health care as different from dental health care. Because you will notice if you visit VA websites and some of the people that work in the area of, uh, quote, oral health and dentistry, they use those terms interchangeably. Once again, we have the donut shop. They use the term donut interchangeably with anything in a bakery shop because it's in their donut shop. That's not correct. We have to remember dental care is downstream from oral health care, and oral health care is downstream from whole health care. And I can illustrate this for you. Imagine you have chest pain. You're a 60 year old veteran, and the ambulance picks you up and takes you to the emergency room, and they schedule some emergency heart surgery for you. And your dentist calls up and says, I'm going to cancel your heart surgeries because you have a few fillings that you need to get done uh, before you have the heart surgery. That's insane. But in reality, that's the same mechanism that the VA is using to prevent you from getting oral health care. You have to remember and write this down. Dental health care is downstream from oral health care, and oral health care is always downstream from whole health care. The tail does not wag the dog in medicine. In fact, I'm going to honor a great general surgeon who passed away who told me that when he went to the emergency room and there was a situation uh, where he said, the, the, the tail is not going to wag this dog. Take that patient to surgery. And so it's true. That's the world that veterans are used to working in. We don't. We don't, in, in battle, you don't try and put lipstick on a bad situation. Your commander wants to know what's going on. And so that's where I'm going with this argument. You have to understand, it's been a sleight-of-hand trick. They got you thinking that you were going to get whole health care. They're, they're, I'll call it an advertisement because it, it does promise you. You get oral health care because it helps your total health care. And then they tie up dental care to oral health care. They do some sleight of hand tricks and go, you, you're not eligible for dental care. Well, I can assure you, that's not my, modern science. That is not in any way to be construed as the majority opinion in, in dentistry outside the VA. That's an opinion which they have developed into a policy and, and, and made it so they deprive veterans of dental care. 
Now, I've tried talking to the American Legion, Vietnam veterans, Afghani veterans. They all uniformly say, we understand the problem, but we have to approach this through legislation. No, you don't. Not in my case and not the way I view it. If I, it's just the same way as scheduling. Imagine you have a rash and you need heart surgery and your dermatologist says, oh, no, you can't do heart surgery until we fix that rash. That's insane. Yet the VA has used its controlling authority to avoid defining dental health care versus oral health care and how it fits into whole health care. It may seem like I'm beating this to death, but I've been an expert witness for medical things in a courtroom. And that's exactly how attorneys work. They really don't care what your view is. They cite the law, cite the standard, what the law says, and then show how the defendant didn't meet it. So what the VA has done is put this whole thing as an upside-down and backwards authority structure. Now we're going to get into specific things that I want you, if you want to listen to this on the archives, exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a general outline, and then we're going to discuss it in detail. Over 2 million veterans suffer from serious PT oral health problems. These oral health problems affect a veteran's whole health and are not limited to just teeth and gums. The VA has no strategic plan to integrate veterans' oral health care into their whole health. The VA leadership has failed to fund any research in this area, failed to hire a single dental researcher, failed to follow the science and revamp antiquated oral health eligibility standards, failed to meet civilian standards of care for oral health, failed to create a consensus and operational definition of oral health care, failed to provide clearly worded written expectations and VA obligations for their oral health care, and failed to engage in dialogue with oral uh, subject matter experts on this problem. That's so legal sounding, I scared myself. Now, I'm going to make sure everybody understands. I'm a board-certified oral and maxillofacial surgeon, and I hold current licensure in medicine, in Georgia, and dentistry in Virginia. I've got a graduate degree in research and published several peer-reviewed papers in the area of PTSD and oral health. I'm a retired U.S. Army Dental Corps officer and a combat veteran of two wars and a 70% disabled VA veteran. Those are the facts. So now I'm going to move on with some of the, uh, oh, it's being filed under compliance with the Inspector General Act of 1978-15, capital U, capital S, capital C, APP. So here's what we're going to go ahead and tell them. The statement on the VA Office of the General Counsel website states, VA credited individuals shall not engage in conduct involving fraud, deceit, misrepresentation, presentation or dishonesty. The standards apply to all VA employees as well. Number two, there's only four. The VA Inspector General website states that complaints to be limited 
are to be limited to four general categories. Let me tell you, if you call the VA uh, inspector general about the fact you can't get an appointment or, you know, you think your doctor missed a couple of pimples on your butt, this is not the website. So this complaint complies with the regulations of gross mismanagement involving VA programs and operations. That's the section that I'm filing under. This has nothing to do with my care at the VA. And I also want to say, I am not quibbling about VA care, about medical care or physical therapy care. This this has nothing to do with the VA care that's administered to, to tens and hundreds of thousands of veterans. I want to say that again. My beef with the VA is the screw job they're giving veterans with trying to get all health care and whole health care. It is not with orthopedic surgeons, general surgeons, cardiac surgeons. It has nothing to do with the other people. It has to do with the way they preloaded the definition of VA dental care to exclude 85% of the veterans. So I, I want to make, uh, Dave, is that pretty clear? That is uh, very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure this is not... Dr. Moeller whining about, they have excellent residencies. They have excellent rotations. But I don't, I absolutely am not talking about all the problems that the VA has and they're trying to solve. I'm talking about the oral health and dental problems, which are created by failure to define uh, the problem. Now, we're going to go through uh, one at a time. Uh, and this is some of the things, it's going to be a bit fatiguing, but you have to understand, remember the donut shop analogy, okay? They have a failed to establish an operational definition of dental care. Now, what do I mean by an operational de- definition? It's not just, well, we, we it's teeth cleaning or it's a couple fillings or if they need a root canal or they need a new denture. Well, wait a minute. Those are operational definitions, aren't they? They tell you what you get from the VA dental service. Well, what's their operational definition of oral health that they mention on their website? Well, you get a big problem. They have not defined oral health care. They've assumed that you're in the donut shop and all their donuts are going to have holes in them. You see, oral health care is is something that's exciting, it's a feel, it's changing, and it involves your joints, your jaw joints. It involves your jaw muscles. It involves your oral system, which is your teeth, the supporting structures. It even involves the position of your sinuses and the ability to chew. Well, wait a minute. The VA doesn't include that in their definition of oral health. In fact, if you see an ear, nose, and throat person removing broken teeth from an, in a trauma case from the sinus, well, wait a minute. He's not a dentist. He's, he's, he's involved in oral health. He's working through the mouth. Well, let me assure the listeners, the dentists don't have anything to say about an ear, nose, and throat surgeon. Well, how about a plastic surgeon doing cleft palate or facial surgery that involves the oral cavity? They have nothing, the dentist has nothing to say about it. You see, we're back to the donut shop. 
the VA wants you to believe that your oral health care, oh, we're sorry, but that's limited to fillings and taps and rounds and everything else. That's not true. You're entitled, according to the VA website, they're proud to give veterans oral health care as part of maintaining whole health care. Matter of fact, I don't download it. I did. I, not only did I download it, I turned it into a large three-by-four poster, which I intend to present at some dental clinics in the VA. But moving on, I want you to get the idea that the dentists, they're wonderful people. I'm a dentist. I think it's a, one of the greatest specialties in the world, and I truly mean that. But I want to assure you that the dentists are at the downstream position of whole health and oral health. And here's the problem. Donald. There are over 60 papers that describe the effects that PT has, PTSD has on oral health. It's beyond discussion anymore. Don None before, of those papers were published by the VA. Don, we need VA to uh, stop for a minute. Ahead, take, Don, we need to take a break for uh, just a couple of minutes. and uh, Okay, Dave. We'll get back into this right after a couple of messages. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on A Place for Veterans with Dr. Don Moeller. And, uh, Don, I'll turn it back to you. You're doing a heck of a job informing us on where the VA is and isn't. So, back to your point about the dentist and the difference between dental care and oral health care. Thanks, Dave. Well, I'm, I'm beating up my little story about dentistry and donuts, but... It's tough to, to to wade through all this stuff and remember it. That's, that's what I want you to understand. Dentists and donuts. And think about that hole in the donut. You, you know, 
I, th- I thought when that hole in the donut uh, was the. I thought that hole in the donut was the uh, cavity pre- preventive part of the donut. <laughs> yeah. However, however, our listeners want to remember that it's just it's not a, one small thing. I'm not talking about some friend that got his tooth chipped and the dental VA dental wouldn't fix it. This is way beyond that. The next thing, by not having an operative definition of oral health, well, how do you administer? How do you how do you have a battle, engage in a battle without a battle plan? You can't get the logistics. You can't get the beans, the butter, the ammo. Well, how do you determine that? Step one is you do research in the area of oral health, dentistry, and whole health. Well, let's talk about the VA research system. Number one, it gets about $2 billion a year for research. The VA overall gets approximately $400 million a year. Well, how many researchers do they have in the VA? They have 3,642 approximately, if you're counting. You go, okay, you know, uh, how many, how many of those are dentists? Zero, except for one. And that's by accident. Dr. Ramoni is the director of research and development. Dr. Ramoni is a dentist and an epidemiologist. We'll discuss that position later. So, except for one, there are no dental researchers in the VA system. Well, how long has that been going on? Forever. How long is the VA known that people with PTSD have all health problems forever. They grind their teeth. They smash their teeth. You see, PTSD is a total body problem or pan-systemic, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. So in order to determine and establish a treatment schedule, and an operational definition, which gets veterans cured, healed, and treated, you have to have research. Well, the VA goes, you know, if we had had people applying for uh, positions as researchers, we'd consider it. I said, well, I did, and you didn't consider it. You told me we don't have any openings. Matter of fact, an investigative journalist who's a ranger medic helping me, uh, retired, He's come to the same conclusion. There are no dentists who are researchers in the VA system. Well, what does that mean? That means that the VA, the largest research organization in the world, or and healthcare, has no dentist doing research on dentistry, oral health, and oral health is part of whole health. That's outrageous. That's absolutely unforgivable and outrageous. There's no way to put it. I'm not interested in the VA's explanation. Well, the problem gets worse. There are outside organizations that can do research in this area. There have been. They come from all over the world. You can access the same articles I can. You go to www.pubmed.gov, put in PTSD, oral health, PTSD, oral facial pain, and think of the combination, and you're going to get about 60 papers, four or five of them which are mine. How about that? The guy you're listening to 
publish more papers on PTSD and oral health the entire VA system. That's not to toot my horn, Dave. That's a tragic fact. That's an absolute tragedy. So that's one way they bury the ability of a veteran to get dental care. Because the first thing they will tell you is, well, you know, if we, we are as subject matter experts haven't, have not considered the available literature to indicate a change in our treatment or eligibility uh, programs. Well, they have made sure that there are no VA-funded research programs in oral health and PTSD. And I know this because I filed a Freedom of Information Act to find that out. And they wanted $1,200 from a veteran. That'd be me. And, they, and the lawyer, the VA lawyer, said, and it's going to be heavily redacted. I told him we don't need to redact anything because there's nobody doing it. If you want to know that there's no clinical research being done, you just go to the, Fed, the National uh, Federal uh, Register of Clinical Trials website, and you won't see any. There never have been any, and there are none planned. And that's right out of the mouth of the Director of Research Office. So if you want to feel happy and smiley about this, don't. Not only do they not have any dental researchers, there's another problem. When you fail to have dental researchers on your staff, you will also have nobody as subject matter experts to accept your grant uh, requests to do research. So who, who's going to look at them? The psychologists and the physicians and whoever else is going to look at those. They're going to go, we don't know anything about oral health, and they're going to they're going to pick their buddy doing orthopedics or whatever. You see, so by burying hiring, burying the fact, digging a hole and throwing the applications in the hole and not hiring any dental researchers, they are able to control any research that they must quote and rely on because it's done as intramural VA research. They're going to make the donuts according to the way the Chief Baker in Washington says. And so they're going to put holes in bear claws, and that's just the way it's going to be. You see, they don't do that in the civilian world. There's plenty of evidence from the civilian world. The VA owes veterans. It's our right to access care for our aching joints, our destroyed teeth, as a result of grinding our teeth. I hope this is coming through Lima Charlie. There are other problems involved with that as well. The command structure of the VA, you've got gatekeepers. You've got a gatekeeper, the director of research for VA dentistry, or the VA dentist, dental director of dental research, however you want to put it. That individual does not do research. Wait a minute. It sounds like the Department of Redundancy Department. The VA director of research carries the title director of dental research and, and does not do research. That's a gatekeeper that will keep that door closed. The VA secretary, assistant undersecretary for health for dentistry, I attempted several times and have copies of the emails to discuss this, refuses to discuss it, refuses to discuss the fact I've worked the puzzle and I'm accusing them of bait-and-switch tactics for failure to define exactly why oral health for PTSD has no research and nobody giving out uh, the proper care according to civilian standards of care. 
it's up to them to prove it. It's not up to me to call every veteran and ask them. You see how that is? When they turn their back and walk away, that's what they're doing. Try doing that as a veteran when a colonel tells you you've got to go do an unpleasant mission. Just walk away. See what happens. We both know a, a, a colonel, a captain, whatever. We, we, Dave, we already know the outcome of that. Because we're team players first and you're going to hurt your buddies. So just to review, no researchers equals no progress equals no change in VA attitude. And most importantly, and here's why they make the money, the money shot, so to speak. Look at the VA requirements to get a nexus for dental eligibility. I don't care about the, your VA donuts. I care about my bear claws, okay? That's what I'm talking about. My doctor said, I'm grinding my teeth. I have headaches, headaches, nightmares, sleep disruptions from my, grinding my muscles of mastication. That's your chewing muscles, okay? What right does a VA dentist, which is it? What right does a VA dentist who doesn't do any research to qualify as a subject matter on something they don't do research. You see, part of being a subject matter is doing research. Well, if they want to quote, well, we don't have to do research, we can quote the literature. Well, I'm quoting them the literature. The literature says there are 60 papers that say PTSD is connected to oral health. So unless I'm obligated to teach VA dentists how to read, that may be necessary or read scientific literature. It's up to them to read the literature and stay up with it. The VA oral health delivery and treatment does not meet standards of care in the civilian community. We've been sold a VA bear claw with a hole in it, okay? And they go, well, you know, you walked into it. It didn't say bakery. It said donut shop. You can tell when you go to a VA, say, I'm not here for dental care. I'm here for oral health care. And when they go, well, it's the same, you go, no, it's not. And now you get the idea of why I use the hole in the donut, I mean, hole in the bear claw. Oh, yes, there is a difference. And I'm, I'm in a bakery. I'm not in a donut shop. Don't accept that lie. Okay, we're going to be moving on here, Dave. Did, did I kind of get that point made? I think so, yes. Okay. Now, when we look at getting care in the dental, in the dental system in the VA, you've got several gatekeepers. And the first thing that they want to do is convince you that PTSD oral health is not connected. Well, we discussed that it is. Well, how do you get the connection? Well, you look at your dental exam. Now, you have some audience members here, loved ones. They had they had the PTSD exam. I actually went through it. Not one person looked in my mouth. Not one person palpated for pain on my muscles of mastication. Not one person. Asked me about grinding my teeth. Not one person. Not one person had me open my mouth to see if it hurt. Tap my teeth. How, do, how does the VA ignore the major symptoms of oral health and PTSD and get away with it? They get away with it because they just simply turn their back and walk away. That's how they get away with it. They've got their donut shop and they go, you can either eat it or leave. Well, I got news for him. Dr. Mueller isn't going to leave. I'm on your doorstep. You see, I'm calling this vicarious. In my opinion, you've got to put that in there. 
in my opinion, this is vicarious negligence. They know what they're doing. If they kept up with the literature, they would have known. I've even quoted the literature to them. They ignore it. My little letters to Dr. Ramoni, the director of VA uh, Research and Development, don't get an answer. In fact, I asked Dr. Ramoni, I said, you know, you advertise that you have dental training programs and indentures and root canals and crown and bridge and general dentistry. We even have a section there about research fellowship. Well, when you click on it, it's a 404 page not found. Isn't that amazing? Is is that bait and switch? How come you don't have training programs for dental researchers? Dr. Ramoni is fully capable of sponsoring. I guess it'd be too big of a burden to sponsor a single dental researcher. It starts to smack of a little bit of prejudicial action, I'd say. Wouldn't you, Dave? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now, here's another problem that the VA runs into by having downstream dentists tell upstream people what's going on. I'm going to take a a related matter, sleep medicine. Sleep medicine is usually uh, a medicine, uh, a branch of medicine which is practiced by internists, family practice doctors, or specially trained sleep medicine doctors. Well, occasionally a sleep medicine physician will ask uh, a dentist to make an oral device. I think that's wonderful. That's a picture of cooperation. That's a, a wonderful picture of interprofessional uh, cooperation for the benefit of the patient. Well, here's what happened. The dentist decided they don't need the physician. They considered him a middle, him or her a middleman. So what they did, they started their own dental sleep medicine boards, and they thought we can just do the sleep apnea tests, polysomnography, and just make the splints if we feel their needle, the, the mouth devices. The State Medical Practice Act came down on them and said, cease and desist. The State Medical Practice Act told the dentists, you practice under the scope of a dental practice act, not a medical practice act. If you want to be a doctor, go to medical school. If you want to be a dentist, go to dental school. But don't go to dental school and, and wade into the problems of sleep medicine. Why did they make this decision? Well, I am comparing a pan-systemic disease, which is sleep medicine. Patients with sleep medicine have changes in their immune system, their cardiovascular system, their pulmonary system. Dentists don't study that. Not in depth, they don't. And they certainly don't uh, study that at the level of a physician or internist or sleep medicine specialist. Well, here's what's happened. PTSD is a pan-systemic disorder as well. It involves your heart, lungs, brain, nervous system, muscular, musculoskeletal system, immune system, and I can go on and on. Why? I'm a real doctor as well. Well, when dentists make a downstream decision on oral health, the correction, we'll call it an upstream decision, that affects a physician's ability to prescribe care to be executed by a dentist, that's called practicing medicine without a license. And that's what the, the VA is now endorsing. They're allowing dentists, by regulation, VA handbook 1130.1. We're real sorry, but if a VA dentist says they don't feel that your buck seat and grinding is part of a dental problem, then you're not going to get the care. Well, as a physician, if I told a VA dentist to make a mouth guard to protect the teeth, 
or even as the FDA has cleared, use a mouth guard to stop your nightmares and headaches, which I've treated over a thousand veterans, I'm not going to have any pushback. The dental tail is not going to wag this physician dog. So I want you to understand when the donut shop guy says, we're going to put a hole in your bear claw. It's the bakery commission that's going to tell them you're not going to do that. I don't care what the director of VA donut making says. The bakery state bakery commission says you don't put holes in bear claws. And this is obviously a story. I want the veterans to understand what they're doing. By limiting research, they limit care. VA has phenomenal research capabilities. The VA has some of the best research in the world. Make sure you quote this. Best research in the world, some of the most and best trained individuals in the world. Dr. Moeller's comment is none of that. There's a glaring absence of world-class dental researchers in the VA. Why? Because the VA wants you to believe that if you think you need more dental care, you have to request it through your congressman through legislation. I've got news for you. That game is over. I am telling the VA, dentists don't practice medicine. And when a dentist determines the boundary between oral health and medicine, they are practicing medicine. They're not practicing dentistry. Ask a dentist to go in and tell an ENT surgeon who's draining an oral abscess or removing infected teeth that you're practicing outside the scope of medicine. Well, that's never going to happen. Again, that's never going to happen. But, And I'm not suggesting that happens in the VA, but what I am suggesting is that when it comes to oral health care, the VA is able to spend more time on coffee breaks than treating veterans because they redefine oral health care as dentistry. Yes, dentistry is a component of oral health care, but it is not driving the bus. Dave, do you think that's going to make a difference? All we can do is hope. Yeah, yeah. So what happens... Is, what you've got is you've got down, and this is what I want the folks to understand, or veterans to understand. What they do in dentistry, the dental command, so to speak, has downstream effects, or I'm sorry, upstream effects. But you don't have any oral health specialists in the dental system. You don't have any oral health researchers, and you definitely don't have any physician dentists like myself who are capable of understanding both medicine and dentistry. Well, without those upstream dams, the dentists, by default, are able to control the system because they're as gatekeepers. For example, if I was in the VA system and I had a dentist say, we are not going to include painful muscles and mastication and joint pain in our nexus eligibility exam, I will say, Go down to the unemployment office because I just fired you. Do you understand? And first they need to have their dental practice acts read to them. Their failure to define oral health as part of whole health is not an accident. It's intentional. How do you know it's intentional? Because they've removed any chance that a VA dental researcher is going to find information contrary 
to their mandates, and they will find it. It's already in the literature. They've removed the researchers to prevent any possible grant funding for dental research. In fact, the situation is so bad. I applied for a fellowship in um, uh, it's a poly uh, discipline, multidiscipline poly trauma fellowship. Oh, I I couldn't get it. Well, you have to be a doctor, and I said, well, I am. Well, you're a dentist. I said, it doesn't matter. I meet the requirement. Well, there's no one to mentor you. I said, what? There's no one to mentor you. Why do I need a mentor? Well, the Office of Academic Affiliate says you need to have a mentor. Well, how can I have a mentor if there's no dental researchers in the system except Dr. Ramoni? And I wrote her three weeks ago saying, hey, how about mentoring me? No reply. How about that? Go ahead. Bring that up as libel and slander. I can't wait. You see, that's catch-22. We all remember that from the goofy movie. Well, unfortunately, with dental research in the VA, you can't do VA dental research without a mentor. You can't get a grant without a mentor. You can't do a VA fellowship in research without a mentor. So when there's only one mentor, and I wrote that mentor, and that mentor refused to mentor me, and we used mentor enough times, it kind of kind of ends the discussion, doesn't it? That's what you call prejudice. Well, Dave, uh, you know, I've been pounding this drum for about 50 minutes now. Uh, I'm sure people have a headache, but don't go to the VA to have it fixed. Okay. You want to start the discussion, Dave? <laughs> hmm. uh, well, we've got a few minutes to go, and uh, before Brett comes in and pulls the plug on us, but, no, I, I think this is just something that has to, word of mouth, has to get to our congressmen, our senators, our representatives, and anybody else. And um, I think one of the best examples of that is uh, Lieutenant Colonel Retired Philip Farsberg that uh, does a show for us remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm. And he wasn't aware of this. And as we're, we're sort of like goo. We, we may be slow, but we cover the facts. And, <laughs> you know, yep. it's, it's, uh, it may take a while, but once it starts spreading, it's going to start spreading. And the, some of the names that you mentioned from the B, VA will be, uh, looking for desks to duck under. And this, you know, what people have to understand, this is killing people. We have yes. how many suicides per day? 40, day? not 17. Operation Deep, Deep Dive at University of Alabama and Duke University said it's closer to 40. Which is just, you know, absurd. And, you know, I guess the thing that really rubs me is that Our veterans have served. They've done what they were asked to do. And this is the kind of reward that we give them. This is, this is worse than coming back from Nam and being spit at in the airports. You know, this is, this right. is, to, I mean, this is virgin, this is right on the apex of criminal and there should be criminal punishment unless 
unless your last name's Biden and then you get away with anything. But I don't think all the people in the VA's last name is Biden. But it may be. I don't know. Or they may be well referred to Biden. Um, I This just has to continue to get out. And I am thankful for one thing. Uh, you know, it's come a long ways from Vietnam. And people, civilians are waking up slowly, but they're waking up to the importance of our veterans. And this was like they used to poo-poo anybody that was a reservist. And you can't find anyone on active duty today that doesn't bless the reservists because that may be your buddy that's cut, got your back. And we've, we've proven the importance of National Guard, the importance of Army Reserve, and the VA is gonna, going to have to realize that, like I've said before, the, the head is attached to the rest of the body, and if you're going to give whole body health care, then that's got to take in the head as well. And the head has the teeth in it, and so there you well, go. Dave, that's exactly the, the parting thought I want to leave. Don't remember, it's bait and switch. Look at the website. They promised you whole health, and downstream from that is oral health, and at the bottom is dental health. But then they redefine dental health as all health, and you don't get it. Which is it? They don't get to pick. And when they say, well, we have a definition, no, you don't. You don't have a definition because you've never had a physician participate in developing a consensus for an operational description or definition of oral health. You switch them either way, oral health, dental health, oral health, dental health, dental health. It's No, it's not. And that's a lie, and it's not supported by the literature. And and veterans need to say, I'm not here for dental care. I'm here for oral health care. And point, oh, that's my last point, Dave. I got a minute. No, that's about, we've got about 30 seconds to go. So Okay, uh, next week, next week, Dave, we'll talk about the Federal Trade Commission's uh, thoughts on what a reasonable veteran would assume reading that VA uh, screenshot. Well, like you said, uh, they, they almost, if you're in the VA or in the government, as a matter of fact, you almost have to be a part-time magician so you can switch things around that what you see isn't really the truth, but we make it sound like the truth and we make it look like the truth, but it isn't the <laughs> truth. So That's right, Dave. They, uh, they're magicians. With that being said, we're going to have to close it out for the day and, uh, a veteran's place on America's Web Radio. And please, if you got a question for Don, drop us an email, Don at America's Web Radio.com or GM at America's Web Radio.com. And we will answer those questions, or Don will, on the next show. And we want to hear from you and how you like our, what we're doing with and for the VA. With that being said, we're going to close it out. Don will be back on the air next week talking to you. Thank you, Dave. Take care. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.